thanks to the City of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM. We're your hosts, AD, Lydia and Rashani. And this morning we've got a special guest and friend, Adut Mial, uh, South Sudanese. I don't even know. There's a huge list. Um, South Sudanese, Australian wife, mother of two, football lover, university student, interior designer, party planner. I don't know. What else? The list Makeup artist. Like, yeah. Um, just got a whole bag of tricks, that one. Um, and this morning, um, we're talking about bullying um, as part of Anti-Bullying Week, which started from the 16th uh, on Monday up until today, um, United Against Bullying is the slogan. Um, so I wanted to start off with our own experiences um, that we may have had as you know, a victim, a perpetrator, a bystander, anything like that. Any experiences I know as girls um, in our childhood who would have had some sort of something. Um, Lydia, do you wanna start us off? Hello, everyone. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, yes, so bullying. Ooh, this is a topic. Honestly, like, it's, it's so hard because do some of you feel like you've, like, suppressed your, like, past? Like, a lot of parts of your <laughs> yeah. past? I'm just like, now I need to tap into a time where, you know, it's just been ages. But I think on the topic of bullying, I would say that, can we start with the definition? Because I think, is bullying when it's repetitive? Okay, so I was gonna do that in the second, um, but I guess, yeah, it's nice to start off with it. So there's a few <laughs> forms of bullying, okay. um, and I'll go through the really basic ones, and then you can let me know if I've missed anything. So there's physical bullying, yeah. which includes, you know, kicking, punching, and all that. Yeah. Verbal bullying, um, so name-calling, insults, intimidation, mm. uh, racist remarks, verbal abuse type thing. Um, so there's social bullying, um, and things like that include lying and spreading rumors, um, negative and menacing physical gestures, um, you know, playing nasty jokes to embarrass or humiliate yeah. um, another person, encouraging others to socially include someone, um, damaging someone's reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's cyberbullying, um, which is a pretty uh, talked about form these days. Yeah. So that's like abusive uh, or hurtful texts, emails or posts, deliberately excluding others online, nasty gossiping and rumors, um, imitating others online or using their login for mm-hmm. malicious purposes. Yeah. Yeah. Is there anything that I would have missed? There's, I know I was reading some other things and there was like sexual bullying mm. like that. Yeah. So can so many forms. Like yeah. Yeah, it comes in so many different ways. I think that, that that's what makes it hard because sometimes when you ask people whether they have been bullied, the first answer that people go with is, oh no. But then when, when you like name them and when you list yeah. them, it's like, yeah, I felt that or I've like, you know, experienced <laughs> yeah. it in some type of way. Yeah. More in like minority groups though. Like a lot of minorities tend to um kind of just think it's joking, but it's really not. Mm. Mm, yeah, do we pass it off as joking around and yeah, yeah passive. one another? Yeah, I feel like we're we've like been like groomed to think it's just mm. joking and we've grown accustomed to that kind of like behavior towards us, but mm. Mm. It's that gaslighting thing where they're like, yeah. oh, we're just joking. And it's like, well, that was, I felt some type of way, was it? Uh, <laughs> even mm. just I, one thing that really bothers me when I observe it is just that whole idea of like doing something at the expense of, like getting a laugh at the expense mm-hmm. of someone's feelings or, yeah. you know, making people laugh or making people whatever at the expense of someone. I just find it so small mm. to, to do that. And I've definitely, I mean, we observe it like on a daily basis, like, um, but when it comes to bullying, I don't have, I'm actually blessed to say I don't have a personal experience in terms of having been bullied. I guess I've been, like, people have been mean to me on, mm. like, in isolated instances. But um, from my understanding, bullying has a sort of repetition to it. Um, and I've observed bullying more than, or I haven't really, yeah, experienced it. But I also went to a really, like, I won't say sheltered school. I'll just say a school that was very mindful of its culture 
and uh, of these things and also also small schools so they were able to like monitor that a lot better um you're so lucky yeah I know I I actually I'm blessed I'm 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 blessed to have gone to that school but I definitely Mm. still witnessed I witnessed bullying still Mm. Mm. have you had any experiences with bullying a hundred percent like, I don't know about you guys, but for me, I also consider racism as bullying. Yeah, so that yeah. was part of the verbal yeah. Um, yeah. bullying, yeah. racist remarks or homophobic remarks. Yeah, mm. so um, definitely from my earliest memory, I reckon, like, preschool. Wow. In Australia. Yeah. So, yeah, but as you as you get older... I don't know about everyone's different in how they they deal with bullying you know either you can shy away from it mm-hmm. or you can stand up for yourself um mm-hmm. but for me as I grew older I I always stood up for myself like mm-hmm. I stood up for myself I stood up for others like I yeah. did not stand for bullying whatsoever mm-hmm. I know people say oh just ignore it walk away but I'm co- I'm the complete opposite I'm like stand up for yourself mm-hmm. if you need to you, if you need to get a rumbling, let's get a rumbling. Like <laughs> a rumbling. <laughs> yeah, like, it doesn't matter how big you are. Like if you put your hands on me, yeah. it's going down. Yeah, and that's that African mentality as well, where our parents are like, "Don't you dare come home having lost the fight." Like, I know. Oh, damn! If I come home crying, be <laughs> fair. And some schools, like I definitely think the school that you went to determined how much bullying was in that like yard, or the, mm. you know, the culture of the school really determines how like the experience of the students as well yeah absolutely um, the environment <laughs> I private guess. schools and you just wouldn't believe what goes on there like I've never been to a public school before and mm. private schools I feel are like 100 times worse see I went to a private school too it was a girl's school um up until I was in year 10 so the bitch there was a lot of bitchiness there was a lot of mm. a lot of that behavior that was very much yeah verbal if anything and that's something that that's my area of expertise that's where you know if we're talking Mm. I can deal with it I don't fight but I'll fight with my words type thing so I just feel like things didn't escalate beyond that much of my school like you didn't just fight in the yard you know yeah it is yeah I mean I guess like with um what we were all talking about in terms of when I think about bullying and my own experiences what comes to mind are those kind of racist remarks or anything that has to do with discrimination. And it seems like the only, when I think about bullying and me being like a victim of bullying, the only times I can recall on discrimination was like racial discrimination, which I think is quite telling, Um, particularly like, you know, you, you grow up in Australia and it seems that like, that is the one thing that you're targeted. They've they've got nothing else. They've got nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing it's we so don't understand weird. that in the moment do we no Sometimes. yeah absolutely and I think the the one kind of scenario that comes to mind when I think about it particularly like in primary school which for me I've kind of gone through um my whole 12 years of like um school going to like either Catholic private schools um so I've never been to a public school um but the one kind of incident of bullying that I really recall is like bullying from like a teacher and I remember that um happening in primary school particularly to a group of my friends who were the only Asians within the school and this was around the time of you know Pauline Hanson um you know putting out that discourse of Asians you know being in gangs and taking your jobs and all of this jazz um and so I remember like not really understanding not having the words to be like I feel like I'm being bullied or I feel bless you <laughs> thank you I was trying to mute it but I <laughs> oh good um yeah so like I feel that those particular instances really come to mind particularly when I think of, of teachers kind of discriminating or having this particular um target group and I definitely feel like um my friends and I were a part of that target group and there were definitely um, friends within that group that were targeted more than others. Mm. Um, And yeah, it's just like so weird that whatever I can recall is always based on race or it's based on people calling me like a curry muncher continuously Mm. or people saying like things about my culture. Um, And 
you know, it, it's sometimes passed off as a joke. It's very easy for people to be like, I was just kidding. You know, I didn't really mean that. It was a joke. Um, but, you know, it, it cuts deep and it's things that you remember on, um, you know, years afterwards. So that's probably like my experiences of bullying because I have to think about those and label it mm. as bullying. Wow. Uh, you're listening to Soul Dive on Brimbank Lives Live FM with your hosts, A.D., Lydia and Rishani and our special guest, Edith Nyal. So we were talking about bullying, um, not just between children, but we took it up a notch um, with that power difference between teachers and students. And um, I feel like I went through that. I feel like I hear a lot of stories very similar to mine where they feel bullied by a teacher mm. or targeted by a specific teacher. Um, what happens when you feel like you don't have any power or authority um, to really challenge mm. a teacher? That's really the, what bullying is at its core. It's just like, it's just this dynamic that is already just, just off. Do you know what I mean? Between someone, cause you've, it's, I mean, with the teacher, um, teacher student like the power dynamic is already like imbalanced there mm -hmm. so then for the teacher to then be behaving in a way that or like continues to reinforce that dynamic but now in a in a much more negative way it's it's crazy and that's where the pain is in bullying do you know what I mean mm -hmm. I think it's that helplessness I also relate to your experience AD I think it was for me it was more on the teacher's end like they either loved me or hated me <laughs> or they either loved me or just didn't really like me. And that's because mm. I was a big character, I guess you could say. Um, but like, I also kind of enjoyed that because I felt like there was just no in between. And sometimes actually, no, I'm not going to say like, sometimes I enjoyed it because I enjoy challenging um, like situations or teachers, but I can imagine a different student in that situation with maybe not as much confidence to stick up for themselves would feel really threatened by that. And that's why there's an issue here to begin with. It shouldn't be happening at all, really. Mm. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I've actually got a teacher fired from my, from my high school. Wow. Really? Yeah. Nice. How well, did that happen? I'm yeah. Really, I'm fortunate to have like the absolute best principal. Mm. Uh, I'll shout them out. Uh, Mr. Coburn, American <laughs> <laughs> uh, College, but yeah, he was absolutely amazing. Um, we had this one teacher who was just constantly bullying us, like just constantly, and I was always the one that was like standing up for myself, standing up for my like my um Friends. my other fellow students. Like it was just constant me and her going at it like every day at school. And so finally I had enough and I reported her and I got some of my friends' parents also to report her who were getting bullied. Mm. And yeah, she got cut off. Wow. I'm so glad that that actually like action was taken because you hear in a lot of, um, you know, circumstances yeah. when people are being bullied, even though they kind of go to the principal or go to someone higher up, um, action is, you know, rarely ever taken. So mm -hmm. I I'm really glad that like, you know, that actually went through and the teacher actually, um, you know, bared some consequences for, for what they were doing. Mm. And I think that story gives a lot of people hope who feel, helpless um or I mean, go, to, go to a trusted source you know like if, if you're close with your vice principal your principal another mm. teacher who maybe is senior um you know if your friends are also getting bullied you know get their parents to report mm. there's always there's always there's you know so many so many options mm. yeah sometimes bullied people lead with that assumption that there isn't like a, a way an out yeah. yeah there's not a way out um someone might not believe them or there's not a process you know mm. and there is a process when it comes with bullying it's actually about taking that first step and speaking to someone about what you're going through because um yeah yeah you never know yeah. who else has, got, has gone through it as well exactly. all right more after the break guys uh bullying as part of anti-bullying week you're listening to soul dive on brimbank lives live fm where your hosts ad lydia and rishani with thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighborhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani, and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Welcome back to 
Soul Dive on Brimbank Lives Live FM with your girls AD, Lydia, and Rishani, and our special guest, Adut Nyal. Um, so before the break, we were talking about bullying, being victims of the different power structures um, that uh, happen within bullying and within schools, especially. Um, we're all acting like victims. Have we ever contributed to bullying? <laughs> Whether it's spread rumors, um, you know, excluded that one person that, you know, you had no reason to other than everybody else was doing it. Um, push someone perhaps in the playground, you know, we're not angels. Yeah. I think that it's really important and it, it is important that we talk about this as well, because people can often see themselves um, as the person being bullied, but um, often they don't kind of think about ways in which they have also bullied. Um, and I think it's also important to understand that bullying doesn't need to be intentional. Sometimes people can feel bullied, even if you're not intending to. So there are definitely probably times where I have um, gone along with a group or like excluded somebody um, or done something in a way that has hurt somebody. And I think that that's why it's really important to be aware of our actions um, and, you know, the feelings that we have felt being the victim and, and being bullied. It's important to kind of have that um, transparency and understanding that our actions may also be hurting other people. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think that anybody can wholeheartedly say that they're not being a bully in some sort of circumstance. Yeah, absolutely right. But in saying that... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Because yeah, honestly speaking, I had, I truly speaking, I had a sort of um, like an up, I guess an upstander approach in high school. Because I'm, I've always been a bold person. I've always been the type of person to get along and I just love people. So even if I like, okay, in my school, my high school, I don't know if you guys can relate, but I, I was a part of a big group of friends and there was about maybe 11 of us or 13 of us, but within that group of friends was like two or three groups of friends. Mm, yeah. Um, and I've got to say, like, there was one part of that group that they weren't, they were a little bit, you know, a little bit. <laughs> and they were like, I, I wouldn't call them bullies, but they definitely weren't as nice as say, like the girls, <laughs> or the people I was really close to. And I think that um, I didn't actively participate in being mean mm. ever. I think my way of, I'm not gonna, I've, give, I've, been, I've given people an attitude before. I've probably in an isolated incident been a bit mean or had an attitude mm. or been rude. I would definitely say that I found myself in those situations, but I don't know if bullying has sort of, I think Rashani just cleared it. I don't know if bullying has intention that comes with it, but um, I've never intentionally tried to break someone down or try to, you know, make people laugh at the expense of someone else. Mm -hmm. Cause yeah. I've always been pretty sensitive to that. Um, mm. um, yeah. 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 We've all, we've, like you said, we've all been mean. We've all been rude. We've all, you know, broken down someone's self-esteem, even if we didn't realize we were doing it. And mm. that, that's really what concerns me about bullying is that, ultimately we're breaking down the self-esteem of people you know the yeah. confidence of people and it's it's really bad because it has a ripple effect but I guess we can discuss that a bit later once um AD <laughs> fesses up to her bully <laughs> why did you come at me like that <laughs> what have you done huh <laughs> um I yeah I'm gonna I have been a bully just people I'd call my some of my closest friends now um, and although they have forgiven me, I'm the one that's living with it. So <laughs> who's really suffered, you know, yeah. it's been years and years since yeah. primary school yeah. and I still get flashbacks of how horrible I was and how I'd laugh at, you know, my friend who's afraid of heights. We were in camp one day and I'll never forget this. Um, and Sorry. she was doing the, what is it when you have to walk across the rope? Like high, high ropes? ropes? Yeah, high I think ropes. so, yeah. Um, and she was really afraid of heights and I was just under it, like taunting her and like laughing at her. <laughs> and she cried and like this teardrop oh. fell right by my foot. And I laughed even harder when it was a terrible time for oh my, my poor friend. So I will never live that down. 
Um, she may have moved past it, but I'm like, shame. You, shame. you never will. Oh, so yes. Okay. I have been a bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's, it's really easy to, and you know what we were saying before in terms of like people bullying you, it, it is sometimes really easy to match the bullying because it is that kind of power imbalance and you want to take your power mm. back. And people always talk about, you know, don't let them have the power to do that to you. So sometimes people think in turn, it's kind of to reciprocate it back. Well, you've said something hurt people, hurt people. Mm. Isn't it like, didn't we always trace back a bully to be, to have been bullied once upon yeah. a time? Like, mm. is that common? Right. Cause it's just, is it natural for us to really want to go out of our way to disturb the peace of someone else? No, because I feel like naturally or inherently we we desire to to experience, peace. you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so it's 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 a deep issue, really. Mm. I did. Have you had any experiences with being a bully? Yeah, I have. I'm not even gonna lie. I have. Um, I feel I am the bully to the bullies. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's just my character. Like I am a bully to the bullies. Like I. If you, if I see you bullying someone, I will bully you so you can know how it feels. <laughs> like, okay. I remember, You're a vigilante. Yeah, I yeah. am. <laughs> I remember this one time in high school, like, um, two of my friends, like, called me from, like, because I was at a different bus stop to the one I usually am at. And they called me in the toilets, like, really, really petrified. Like, there's these, like, public school kids and they're trying to, they're trying to fight us like we didn't do anything to them you know and like I was like all right cool bet I'm coming and I I turned up to that I walked from my other bus stop all the way to this bus stop and when I got there like they were scared like one of the girls locked herself in the bathroom and I was like come out like I thought you were about it (laughs) and you know she was just like I'm so sorry and till this day my friends still bring it up they'll be like that day when you do this this and that like you're our hero and I was just like like I just I don't stand for it at all but um in saying that I feel like when it comes to you know the your group of friends you you really need to be selective with your group of friends um because I I can remember a time in high school where I was really really close with this group of people and they were not nice like they were just not nice people even Mm. though I was out there being a vigilante um (laughs) I had friends who were bullies you know Mm. so I feel like I contributed to that as well because I would maybe you could say I was being a bit of a hypocrite because I would maybe let a few things that they would do slide right Um, so yeah I've been a contributor by by just not saying anything and turning the blind eye (laughs) Well, yeah, that bystander role, do you believe that, yeah, bystanders contribute to bullying or um, bystanders by not, I guess, intervening in, in, in some shape or form, you know, make the bullying worse, which is obviously the case. Like, yeah. you don't say anything, the bullying continues. But is it the responsibility of, like, should that be a reasonable expectation that people just depends on the person I feel some people just can't they mm. just really can't mm. can't blame them I think exactly. everyone can do their part even if it's yeah. like hey that's not that nice you know mm. or stepping away from those people you can always do some small something yeah. even if it's like reporting it privately mm-hmm. yeah yeah a lot of people just do not like controversy like they just don't yeah mm. they don't like yeah. to put themselves willingly in, into the crossfire like the crossfire yeah um, yeah 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 it's about like the bystander effect um being even more so like i'm um, not to say that it's worse than bullying but um mm. there's like this continuous if you can see something bad happening and still feel like it's fine and still feel like you you kind of don't want to say anything that can be even more detrimental than um in comparison to actual bullying particularly when it is your friend because you almost have um a responsibility to friends um you know to make sure that they're okay and and you'll always see that sometimes like when friends are getting bullied um they'll turn around and be like why didn't you say anything why didn't you help me so I think that you know it, it is important to do as much as you can and and what 
people do in different situations will be different, you know, whether that's and then and there or um, reporting it, as you were saying, Adud, or even like um, asking if that person's okay, doing something for the person after the moment, if that can kind of summon up the courage to do, then definitely do it. Um, but do something, I think, is the main thing. Mm. Um, all really good points. I'm glad that we could fess up to our shortcomings. Um, you know, that's part of growing up and hopefully other kids can be like, all right, you know, some of my actions weren't that great or, or hasn't been that great recently. Maybe I can do something to change it. So mm. thank you for sharing, guys. You're listening to Soul Dive on Brimbank Lives Live FM with your hosts, Lydia, Rishani, and myself, AD, um, with our friend, uh, Adut Nyal as well this morning. Um, so... We spoke earlier about the different forms of bullying, um, physical, verbal, social, and cyber. Um, Let's talk about the different generations um, who perhaps weren't so buried in technology as opposed to the younger generation now. Um, Our parents, perhaps, um, and a dude who has young children who go to um, childcare and primary school um the different forms of bullying that could happen um in the different age groups yeah Lydia do you want to well you know I was just thinking about one difference or one hard difference is obviously this this technology because I think technology has um enabled bullying more now because it's it doesn't just leave room for those who are bold enough to bully um you know, it gives room for those who aren't bold enough to bully to still bully behind a keyboard, like the keyboard warrior that they are, you know? So I think that we could probably say, and I'm sure it's reflected in the stats or whatever, that bullying has increased significantly since um, cyberbullying. Um, I just imagine that a lot of bullying would have taken place face-to-face, you know, in these sorts of environments, in schools, in workplaces. But now... You, like the comment section on any post is just wild, you know, and it's just like people, like people, uh, people slide into people's DMs, like, you know, threatening people, like, you know, it's just crazy the type of bullying that happens online. And for me, I constantly find myself so interested with the psychology of the bully. Like what's, what's going on there? Do you know what I mean? Like they have a lot of time and energy. <laughs> yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like deeper than that, what, what is it? Like what's going on? But anyways, we're talking about generations. I would just say that, um, yeah, with the, with the inclusion of the internet now, I think bullying has taken a completely different shape. Um, it doesn't really require you to be bold in any sort of form. Um, it's, yeah, you can just be mean and get away with it sort of thing. And mm. it's scary. And it really shows that um, there were the older generation where they thought bullying was strictly physical um, that it's way beyond that. Um, you mm-hmm. don't need to touch someone to affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what cyberbullying has shown us. Um, but I feel, so my, the older generation um, in the African community, with our Sudanese community, I'm going to talk about my mother because she's got hilarious stories from work. She's worked um, at an abattoir for over 10 years. Uh, really hard worker. I, this is why I work hard so I can you know, relieve her soon um but she's just you know at abattoirs there's a big mix of people um and that specific abattoir in brisbane is has a lot of bogans if i I put it boldly um (laughs) so there's been a lot of stories um about her getting into fights with grown women and grown men and the way that they yell at each other and the things that she says back in her broken English, which make me laugh, but are really rude. Um, So I feel like there's bullying in that regard. She's spoken about how someone pulled a chair from under her and she just didn't understand why you would do that. Like we're all adults type thing. Um, So there is bullying still within the older generation that uh, is more physical and verbal Mm. Um, yeah and still outside of the cyber we Mm. haven't really passed that 
yeah I think it's because when you think about it like you think that bullying happens in like a high school environment or a school environment but everybody that goes to school eventually gets into a workplace gets into a job um they become adults and that bullying if it's not kind of handled or if it's not called out will continue um in kind of other life stages so I definitely think that bullying is present um in kind of older generations but there's also something to say as well about um I guess the nature of calling things out um and I feel like maybe nowadays we're much better at um summoning up the courage or we have more outlets to go to to call things out um versus you know back in the day when the older generation were growing up maybe there wasn't as many platforms to do that so I think that um even though I do feel like bullying is at an all-time high especially with social media um and especially with um other platforms that people can bully on there's also more ways in which to to stop the bullying Mm. Definitely. All right. So we'll talk more after the break, guys. We've done a lot of that. Um, you're listening to Soul Dive on Brimbank Lives Live FM with your girls, AD, Lydia and Rishani, and our special guest, Adu- Nyan. Across our neighbourhood and across the world, you're listening to Brimbank Lives. With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM. Welcome back to Soul Dive on Brimbank Live's Live FM with Rashani, Lydia and myself, AD, and our special guest, Adut Nyal. Uh, so before the break, we were talking about the different forms of bullying um, and the generational differences of bullying as well. Um, and then we're going to dispel some myths. Um, so we spoke about the older generation experiencing um, bullying outside of the cyberspace, um, but also how bullying is at an all-time high because you no longer have to be tough uh, or smart or strong or anything like that to be a bully now with uh, social media. Um, but what about babies? Adut, you have two kids two gorgeous boys guys they're beautiful um two and five um and they both go to some form of schooling um how i know you're really vigilant about this stuff how has it been um with your kids going to school do you teach them anything so that they know what bullying is and how to stop it um or how do you try and look out for that yeah um i'm I'm very fortunate at the moment for um, the reasons that, you know, my kids are too young to be on social social media. Mm. Um, I control their, um, the amount of time that they spend on their iPads, like whatever electronic device, it's very controlled. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's really, really sad because my kids have experienced bullying from such young ages, you know, just simply because of the color of their skin. Um, I am the complete opposite of the people who say, don't stand up for yourself, just walk away. <laughs> um, I tell my son all the time, you know, you got, you give people chances, three chances. Hmm. You tell someone stop, they don't stop. You tell them again to stop, they don't stop. You report them, nothing happens, you fight back. That is my advice. Doesn't Love matter it. what circumstances are. If someone puts their hands on you, mm-hmm. you hit them back. And you <laughs> get in trouble. Like that is my advice. <laughs> what anybody says. No, yeah. Yeah. Honestly. Yes, yes. Three chances and you're out. Yes, yes, three chances and you're done. <laughs> and you've got to report them. And if nothing is done about it, you get a rumbling. Like, I mean, let's get it right because you're kind of right. Like, yeah. how, it gets to a point where if you don't stick up for yourself, I think that there's something quite significant awaiting, which is like at, it's at that point that you lose confidence in a weird yeah. way. You know what I mean? If you mm. continue to get bullied and bullied and bullied and you don't know how to respond, it's, Crushes your that's what's breaking you down. Yeah. So, even just one little act of self defense can or really rebellion. Be, yeah. Self defense, you know? Yeah. There's, mm. not, there's people who are not built like that. Like my son, my oldest son, who's five, 
um, he, he, he's so soft. Like he's just, he's not built like that, but over time he has, because it's happened like so repetitively over time, he has actually learned to now stand up for himself. Like, you know, he's told me at times where, you know, bullies have tried to bully him and he's been like, stop. Hmm. He's just straight hmm. up as like, in like, but before he would just let it go. But hmm. now he's just like, stop, you're being a bully. Hmm. And yeah. literally the kid who he's talking to will go and reflect and come back and say, sorry. Hmm. You know? Um, so now my son, he's really, really good. And he's, he's on top of that. Like he, he knows the signs. Now, if someone tries to touch his hair, he goes, don't touch my hair. My mom said, I'm not your pet. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the thing. I I really feel like all bullies, all they want to do is assert dominance. Like who can Mm -hmm. I assert dominance over today? You know, who can I have some sort of control over today? And it's literally that it's a, I think it's a battle of like that, like a mind it's like mm. you can't actually challenge me do yeah. you know what I mean and then they leave you alone mm. like, I, yeah I want to ask in terms of like um you know calling it out is one thing and fighting back is another but in terms of fighting back what happens if then you know you do fight back you think you know I've had the three chances I've given the person three chances I've told them um and this is my time to like you know fight back shine um, right (laughs) this is my time to shine right but what happens when it gets taken up to to someone and it finally gets recognized and then it almost looks like you are the person perpetrating like you are the bully versus the person who's actually bullying the whole time well that's why I say you report it first like you know if it's if you've given someone two warnings and then you report them on top of that and you and you say I have I have told this person a a number of times to stop Mm -hmm. and haven't whatever happens next it doesn't Mm. I told my son it doesn't matter like the school can call me guess what I'm gonna go there and it's gonna be on Mm. yeah and you know sometimes kids just want that um their parents to have their backs yes you know just have my back if anything goes down ask me questions later type thing and you're like yep I believe you I've got your back Mm. what's going on how can we deal with this um a lot of parents who shun their kids and you know, say you've been bad and don't want to listen to their kids, that also breaks down their spirit. Definitely. So it's like yeah. a two-way sort yeah, of being like... your kid as well. And I know my kid, he's like super, super soft and super, super lovely. Like he would never, never intentionally do that. So I know when he says, this person pulled my hair today or, you know, because he has dreadlocks, you know, you know, this person pulled my hair today. I know it's true because I know for mm. a fact that you know it's happened before it's happened in front of my eyes too in childcare. you know yeah. where there was this one kid who constantly his mom worked at the childcare, and he, my son he constantly pulled my son's hair and it's happened in front of me where the teachers didn't say anything and I had to I had to defend that I had to be like this is happening right in front of you just because his mom works here doesn't mm. excuse it you know you guys need to stop that behavior but mm. they passed it off as the kid had issues or whatever but that that's not my concern don't don't let another kid put their hands on my child because that's Mm. not okay yeah uh you're listening to soul dive on brimbank lives live fm with your hosts ad lydia and rishani and our wonderful guest ajit nyal talking about um bullying in the schoolyard with young kids Um, So I wanted us to move on because the time is just flying by like it does every week um, to our myth busters. Um, And I have four here. Um, So we shouldn't, we'll try not to take too long on each. But the first one is uh, you'll know when your child or friend is being bullied. What do you guys think Um, about that? You'll know when you're, you know when what, sorry? So like you'll be aware. When your child or your friend is being bullied, like it's noticeable, like it's, you um, can see the signs. I think it's very easy to, to hide <clears throat> what you're feeling or what you're going through. Um, and I think it's, it, it is really easy to mask it, especially because we talk about like, obviously if it's physical bullying um, mm. and you're left with bruises and stuff, <coughs> you know, that's one thing and you can definitely see that. But if someone's being cyber bullied or someone's being bullied emotionally or verbally, 
it's so hard to tell and people are really good at masking it because with bullying sometimes comes shame. And so, um, and it's also what it was talking about, um, you know, when parents or people don't believe you. And so that also um, comes into play. And so sometimes people don't want to openly kind of express that um, and they do want to hide it and people can hide it very easily. So I don't think that um, it's as obvious if you have been bullied. Definitely. What about you or do it? Yeah, it's as, it's as simple as a conversation. Um, like, you know, it's, it's very hard to tell when someone's being bullied, but if that person, if you get that person to slowly be comfortable and be able to open up to you, then yeah. But apart from that, no, it's, it's just impossible. Like you can, you can hide that very well. Yeah. Oftentimes it's easy to recognize that something might be wrong with someone. You know, you might, you might like observe that this person's a bit withdrawn frustrated or whatever it is but sometimes it'd be hard to just pinpoint where that's coming from and say oh that they're, they're getting bullied it's just more something's happening if anything and I think yeah it requires a lot of the time bullies people who are being bullied have to kind of say something really um and I think they do live in a lot of shame and just just <clears throat> and not knowing how to deal with it you know not having the tools or whatever mm. it is so yeah we can all wear masks in society we can definitely all play the part and sometimes people don't even know that they're getting bullied. They just start mm. feeling down after a while because it's like that little chip. Yeah. Chipping at you. It. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they get to a place where they're like, how the hell did I get here? And they didn't know that they needed help like 20 years ago. Um, sometimes it's just you're, you're the laughing stock, you know, mm. of, a, of, of a group over and over and over again and people are laughing and smiling your face Mm. as you're being joked about and it might be a confusing feeling because it's like I'm in this environment where they're we're laughing and yes I'm at the expense of it but sometimes like you said AD you don't really clock that you're you are the laughing stock and I Mm. yeah I can imagine that just it gets to a point where it's like this person has been chipped away at Mm. all all this time and now is quite broken yeah that was really sad um, I didn't know it was going to get that deep, but yeah. Was that a much. monologue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, myth number two. Uh-huh. <laughs> the bully is always bigger. Uh-uh. Can be bullying the mind. Yeah. I feel like initially kind of going back to that physical idea of like the bigger person is always the bully. Um, you know, when when you think about like cyberbullying when you think about um bullying verbally and emotionally it it can just be anyone really and as we said going back to the conversation of anyone can be a bully and we've all at times kind of stepped into those shoes of being the bully Mm. um it definitely doesn't mean that um the the bigger person is is the bully and you always hear that especially um with um little kids or especially at like primary school people always be like oh well you know, my daughter couldn't be the bully. She's so tiny. Um, yeah, I don't honestly, think size yeah. equates to, yeah. 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 And often I- on the playground, I think when in the younger years, I think that is the advantage, like your advantage, your size is your advantage. In But they in- use that as an excuse because mm. when I was in primary school, I was getting bullied by some girls because um, mm. of the color of my skin and because I didn't know English that well. And um yeah, seemed like I was the one that was always getting in trouble mm. um, because I may have been bigger than them, but they were the ones bullying me. Mm, okay. Um, so sometimes that's just used as, as an excuse yeah. to be like, clearly yeah, the other think, yeah. person wouldn't be able to do that. Or like, how can someone bully you? You're so big or you're so tall. Like, yeah. how is that even like a thing? Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number three. Children and youth who bully are mostly loners with few social skills. And then there was another thing in a different website where it said bullies are the most popular kids. So mm. they're different. Um, Those are complete opposites, I guess, because exactly. you have the popular kid that's got heaps of friends and is really like social. Mm. And then you've got like the person. And I think that it goes back to the thing of anyone can be a bully. And sometimes it's easier when you're the popular kid for it to be masked because you have like the the backing of all your friends and you have the fact that you're popular no one's like or no one wants to stand up to you um but then also you know I don't know like I feel like there is definitely that idea of the the lonesome person is quote unquote the bully but um I guess anyone can 
be the bully. I think that when you have more of a backing and confidence and it's about that power and control, particularly mm. if you're popular, I feel like you have more of a chance to bully and then perhaps get away with it. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. What about you, Adit? What do you think about those two statements that they're either loners or the most popular kids? No, I think, I think anybody can be a bully. Mm. Literally. Um, you know, I feel like bullies, they have, um, they're not happy about something and, and they don't know how to deal with, with that something. So then they just end up just projecting hate and whatever mm. negativity they have inside on them. They project it out in, in such a, in such a like volatile way, you know, um, towards and anybody can be a victim. Like even their own parents can be a victim, you know? Yes. Um, so I know a lot of people who bully their parents, but um yeah, anybody can be a bully. Like it just, it can go from a CEO to a janitor. Exactly right. Um, And with the different social medias and different types of bullying as well, I think different kinds of people have emerged. So loners, as the quote says, I'm not, it's not my own words. who wouldn't have been or who wouldn't have had the courage to stand up to people or be a bully uh, outright or face-to-face can now get behind a computer screen Mm. and do their thing. And Mm. the popular kids can continue doing their thing face-to-face. So everyone's got an opportunity to be a bully Mm. now. Even more, yeah. More (laughs) have opened up, you know. (laughs) They have so many options. (laughs) It's crazy. It's so crazy. Um, Oh, but bullying, yeah. Do, do we <laughs> have time? One. Oh, yeah, okay. There's yeah. one more. There's one more. All right. Um, bullying only happens in schools. I think we've kind of... We, we, we debunked mm. that one throughout the yeah. conversation. Yeah, so it could happen anywhere with any age group, mm. pretty much. Um, Your grandma could be a bully. I've, I've met... Lots of grandmas are bullies. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the biggest bullies. Not my one. <laughs> Because they're like, we've, we've been through this life. Yeah, we don't we have can to say nice to nobody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. But I always love to um, wrap this show up with what we're grateful for. Um, so three things that we're grateful for at this very moment in time. Um, who wants to start us off? Uh, Rashani, you go. Um, what I am grateful for. Are we going three things or one thing? Go three things. Three. Okay. Okay. I'm super, super grateful for being really busy because I know that sometimes when you're busy, you get stressed and you think that it's a bad thing, but I'm busy because I'm privileged enough to have work. So I think I'm grateful for that. Mm. Um, I'm grateful for this beautiful weather that we have been blessed with and we've had some nice sunny days in Melbourne. And I'm also grateful for my family friends always. Nice. That's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, Lydia. Um, I'm grateful that I was able to get my nails done, even though I've lost three of them already. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> These, it's the option. You can walk back into the shop. You. I don't want to show you. <laughs> <laughs> what else are you grateful um, for? I'm grateful for, yeah, I'm grateful for being so, um, for being busy with the things that I am passionate about and that, that stimulate me such as this and other things. Um, and I'm also grateful for um, the weather. Ooh, I'm grateful for this sun. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah, done. We needed it. My mood and my, yeah, I'm so happy. Definitely. So was that two or was that three? Oh, that was three. Okay, Cause I was grateful three. for my nails, despite the fact that I lost three. <laughs> <laughs> grateful for the sun and grateful yes. for being busy. Okay, cool. And last but not least, our guest today. Thanks for staying with us for the whole hour. Yeah. Um, waking you up so early once again. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, what yeah. are three things you're grateful for? Um, I am grateful for an amazing husband. Am, yes, black love. I am <laughs> grateful for my family, my kids, my friends. I have the best family and friends and hmm. and I'm grateful to be alive in this day and age with coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> you know, still have my health intact. Um, you know, and I'm grateful for every day. Hmm. Yeah. 
every day is a blessing, even if it's raining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, I'm the very, very last, but definitely not the very, very least. Let's hope. Um, what are three things I'm grateful for? I'm also very grateful for the weather. I have, I don't usually like it hot, but I've been really appreciating the sun these days. I go for really lovely walks by the park, so it's been really nice. Um, I am grateful for being able to work. Um, a lot of people have, you know, lost their jobs throughout the year and uh, really struggling. Um, so I'm really grateful to have had the opportunity to continue working. Um, and third thing, I am grateful for my life and my friends and family, um, everyone I have around me, uh, keeping me sane, keeping me grounded. Um, yeah, so it's good. Nice. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, so I just wanted to finish off by saying anyone who has experienced bullying or is experiencing bullying, um, you know, to reach out to a trusted friend, to a trusted source, um, just say something because um, it's really not worth trying to do it alone and getting broken every day, whether it's in the workplace or mm-hmm. at school. Um, yeah, it's just, it's not okay. And I'm sure there's someone out there that would, give you some advice or stand up for you yeah can i just add that this behavior is condemned you know Mm. in the system does condemn bullying so ultimately as much as it's hard to get to that point of taking it through the process when you get there usually you'll find that there will be some sort of resolution so do tell a trusted person Mm. yeah yeah and absolutely and if you see something as a bystander say something um Mm. i think that's really important as well Mm. dude any final words no, you guys covered it all. Definitely. <laughs> Killed it. With the- no, Adult, your final words are three times, three chances, and it's on. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> well, till next time, you're listening to Soul Dive with Rashani, Lydia, and AD on Live FM's Brimbank Live. And we had our wonderful guest, Adut Nyal, with us today. With thanks to the city of Brimbank across our neighbourhood and the world, Soul Dive with AD, Rashani and Lydia on Brimbank Live on Live FM.